Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. All right, so we're coming to you from very dry. You can probably hear the humidifier even running in the background (laughs) because it's like uh, very cold here in (laughs) Missouri this week. Uh, Coming to you from Seymour, as usual. David and I are trying to keep warm uh, as the rest of our crew is out actually firing up the wind tunnel as we speak. You may even you may even hear that in the background, even though it's about uh, 50 yards behind us and a whole building between us yeah. and the and the motor. But uh, so I talked with David some, and we're going to start a series here. We thought it'd be cool just to kind of go back to the very beginning and start talking our way through our different uh, energy products and that being to begin with a wind turbine and literally just begin working our way from the blades down to your television or your refrigerator and the components along the way and what happens and give you just an idea of what what products you can use in there, what you do need, what you don't need, what are what are cool things that you can add and subtract along the way, and uh, maybe even get into some of the the uh, more specific details of what happens. So, so we're just going to take a, maybe the next couple of episodes and walk through some of that. So, for the first thing I want to talk about and to kind of give you a flavor of where we're going with this is actually the wind hitting the blades on a wind turbine. Um, so I went back and, and I was actually, I don't know when's the, when's the last time you even looked at some of Jeff's original videos? Has been it a been, while been back. a while? Been a while back. <laughs> and I, I'd imagine it's been, it's probably been, about, probably been eight years would be my guess, would you think, since he yeah. recorded them even. Yeah. So I was years, yeah. I was looking at those and, and it was interesting um, because as, as you know and anybody who listens to these podcasts knows, I, I, I just don't have that strong of a background in that, which is why I make a great <laughs> interviewer for the podcast because I don't yeah. know anything. But of talking about, you know, just actually the wind pushing on the blades and what happens. You know, the basics of a, a three three blades versus eleven being one thing and that um, and what happens just when the when the wind pushes on them. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, so when the wind pushes on them, I mean we're not trying to capture the wind. We're trying to like an airplane wing, we're trying to get that air to flow over that 
as it flows over it creates a lifting effect behind it and it and then it causes the blade to push on uh, the, the the faster uh, the faster the wind speed of course the, the more air to go across it the more torque it has to come in behind it and so that's where the different blade counts come into to play it takes <coughs> A certain amount of torque to begin to turn our turbines and so when you have a small blade count you have very little torque uh, but you and, have when we, and we talk about torque okay so back it up here again for, okay. the, for the village idiot so we talk about torque in, in our environment we're talking about a little hoof of a breeze versus right a, a, a Right. Blast of a tornado coming right. by, right? Right. So we're, we're, we're talking the difference between six mile an hour and 12 mile an hour. I mean, and a six mile an hour wind would be a lovely breeze on a right. spring day. Right. Just be a beautiful day out. A right. little, little a, breeze in your face, but not enough to, to even push the yeah. hair up on your head. And I, get, I guess the way you, a great way of looking at it would be. Stick your head out of the car window right. when you're idling down the street. That's right. Versus stick your head out the window when you're going down the interstate. Going down there at 60 mile an hour. That's going to be But when the we same talk thing. about torque, that's generally what we're talking right. about is the, the amount of wind that's right. right that's trying to pass through those blades. Right. So you so yeah, I mean that that's a, a great example of driving down the road. If you drive down the road and you stick your hand out the, the window and you're literally going six mile an hour. Well, it's very easy. There's, there's really no torque pushing on your hand to push your hand back. There's no <clears throat> resistance. Your hand is given resistance, but there's the the two are, are so equal that it it's easy to hold your hand there. Well, stick your hand out the window going 60 mile an hour, and the torque factor then really ramps up and really pulls your arm back. You know. Well, and it's. I, I feel like a genius now. I should act like I, I had this all thought out all along. And the, and we take that example a little bit further, like when you're a kid, which for me was like a month ago when we were driving around, <laughs> is hold your hand flat versus right. tilted a little bit, and you know you're doing the wave versus right. So so that's where some of the dynamics. That's where we've designed our blade. We we stuck our hands so so to say out the window and seeing at what at what pitch is the best that the air is willing to flow and trying to to go past and not just stall out on it but go past and give the best lift give the most and so that's that's where that's where it all comes into play our blade our blades are designed on the G4 and on the G5 are designed with the the base of the blade being wide uh, and then the tip of the blade being narrow because we are looking for speed versus the old windmills that you would see of the world where the where the tip is wide and the base is narrow those were made for torque only they were meant for for pumping water things of that nature where they were to go very slow but they had a lot of torque to lift because they had to lift something really had heavy had to lift something really heavy Whereas we, we need to produce electricity through a, a PMG or a PMA, so we need the more speed we have, the more RPM we have, the, the more electricity we're able to produce through the through an electromagnet is basically right. what we're doing. So so what we're looking at do, doing, and again, dumbing it down for, 
important for, for me is because of the efficiency of the way our motors design. Right. We we try to create very little resistance in the actual right. shaft and where our resistance that we're getting is coming from the magnets Correct. moving next to the to the stator which is right. the copper wire the copper which winding, is right. which is what you're what you're using to create right. electricity that's exactly right so so in our example you're talking about that they're using that torque to lift water right in our example we are not trying to lift anything we're wanting to spin those magnets as fast as possible right because that's what creates Right. The electricity, as much electricity right. as we can. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's exactly right. I mean, so what we're, so when we design a system, when a, when a customer calls and if they know their wind speed and they tell me their wind speed, we we have determined what blade number of blades it takes to start off at at the wind speed that they're needing and then give them maximum output at their average wind speed uh, you know and there and that will vary you know if uh, if you live in in the southern uh, part of the United States towards Florida but not on the coast uh, you have very little wind speed so you're going to need a lot of blades because that that motor still has resistance and it's still so it has to have some amount of torque to push back to push through that resistance and take off spinning to get to the RPMs needed to produce battery voltage. All right, so so here again, so when we're talking about like like where I live part time, so this many times, so so Chris and I live part time in Georgia and part time in Missouri. Right. In Georgia, the wind is awful, so right. Jeff's always been like, you can't have a turbine. Right. <laughs> so you can have one, but you have to stick it on a pole on top of your house, five miles in the air. Right. So if we did anything. We would have to go with something along the lines of an eleven blade. Eleven blade on, on a freedom and, two, yeah. and and the reason for that, and correct me if I'm wrong, is in in layman's terms, is we need something to catch as much wind right. as possible. Right, catch as much wind as possible to because there's so little of it. There's so little of it, and you still need you still need if torque is X, you still need an uh, X amount, right? You still need that amount of torque. You're going to still need, no matter if it's three blades or eleven blades, the turbine still takes exactly the same amount of torque, no matter how many blades are on it. So I have to have enough blades to give me the torque. Once we get to the shaft, it's all the same. That's right. Once that, once I get spinning, it's all the same. That's exactly right. Now here's the trade-off. There's always the trade-off, right? And here's the trade-off. I can spin a whole lot faster if I have three blades versus eleven blades, and you can, so now, so so that was something again. So Jeff brought that up in the video. It is that there is, and and correct me if I'm wrong, because I, so so there's a there's a maximum amount of torque that an eleven blade is going to achieve. Correct, maximum amount of RPMs too. Okay. So maybe, maybe and maybe that's what maximum amount of RPMs. It can only spin so fast because it starts meeting as much resistance on the front side as it has on the back side that it's. So that, what does that mean? It's pushing. So if you have 
30 mile an hour winds, okay. say, right? And it's given the blades are getting, say, 50 pounds of torque on them. Okay. Well, you're going to hit enough air resistance on the other side eventually that there's going to be that much resistance in the air as well. There's going to be 50 pounds of torque of resistance on the other side of that blade as well. And so you, this limits you out. Whereas on a three blade, I won't have that. I can start off and have a lot less, lot less torque. And so if I'm going to run to the same 50, it took me more torque to start off on the 11 blade. I had a lot more torque to start with. So my, my number is, my two numbers are a lot closer together. Whereas on a three blade, it, it takes a lot faster RPM to come to the same torque value when I get up there on the top end. And so that number is a lot farther off to start off with, but I had to have big wind speed to get that going, to get that up there. Uh, you see the vacant look on my face. I do, I do. So, <laughs> so it, it's a matter of, the best way I can say is if, if you put out, if you stuck your hands out to the side of you and started spinning around as fast as you can, all right, and then you and then, then you strap a device to your body that has ten more things, just or nine more things that's just like your arms and hands, and try to spin around. You you're still using the same amount of force to go around. I mean, your legs are still giving the same amount of torque. Okay. But you have a lot more resistance that you're gotcha. running into now. Okay. Got it? Okay. So now you take those off, man, you can go a whole lot faster okay. running around. So Okay. You just have a less resistance that you're running into. There, I got what you're saying. See? I'm, that that's that that's the best way for me to explain it. I mean, uh, if uh, I don't know how many of our listeners are, are have ever watched ice skating, but when you see an ice skater and they're doing their little spins the closer they tuck in their body, the faster they go. And when they want to slow down, they go big. They okay. go, they start going bigger, you know, okay. and it slows them down, you know, so. Because now they start putting resistance out. Whereas <clears throat> that, before they had that no resistance. That makes sense. Okay, now I'm with you. Yeah. When you were saying behind, I was thinking behind the blade. No, 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 no. But, yeah. but it's, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So. so, okay. So on your three, all right. So now that that makes sense to me. So, um, so, so three, so three to five to seven to nine to eleven. Those are right. just you're, you're you're just kind of figuring out what right. the best. Right. And so and so what we're gonna, well, the first thing we're gonna ask when when we you start talking about to us to about a turbine, the first thing we're gonna ask is, what is your goal? Are you looking to grid tie this thing? Are you looking to be off grid with this thing? What is your goal with the wind turbine? Because if you're looking to be off grid with this thing, and this is going to be one of your major producers of your power, well then I want to catch every bit of wind that I can. So I'm going to put you in a higher blade count, maybe even over what your average wind speed would be for the blade count, because I want to make sure on the low winds, I still need to be catching all the wind I can. At anything six mile an hour and over, I want to be catching that wind and producing electricity into my battery bank. Whereas if I'm going to grid tie, I may go with a lower blade count, forego some of the lower wind speeds so I can achieve more wattage on the days that I have wind speed that's average and greater. So 
I want to be able to spin faster if I'm grid tied instead of because I don't want my turbine to limit me out because I had too many blades on a 2000 watt turbine I don't want it to limit out to say 1100 watts when I could have been at 2000 watts if I had been on a smaller blade count and really that day's the day that I'm really looking to to produce energy anyway that's so have you have you ever recommended or would would you be in a situation do you think you would recommend that you would you would go with both where you'd have a three blade and a, maybe not an 11 not something that drastic but I, you, I definitely I, I've recommended on numerous occasions uh, multiple blade sets uh, and I almost recommend it on any any sale that you do uh, that we do uh, because like here in Missouri right now for instance uh, the average wind speed this time of year is going to be around 22 mile an hour but when I go back to July it's going to be 12 that's a total different blade set I mean I need to be in G5s right now I need to be in a G5 5 blade maybe a G5 3 blade even uh, and then in the at, you know, on a 2000 watt, well, I may be need to be in a 9 blade or an 11 blade on those 12 mile an hour days, you know. So, I definitely would recommend, uh, especially if you Missouri, Missouri has a fairly drastic, yeah, uh, I would, you know, it really gets we, drastic. Got, now, if you're if you're a constant, a coastline type situation, something of that nature, uh, where you're where you're in more of a yeah. constant wind speed, not necessary. Uh, but if you're like Missouri where you have those. I wouldn't recommend changing them, you know, every week or anything. But I would definitely, you know, look and see what well, what's my average wind speed throughout March, you know, and then change that blade set. It's a great time to do maintenance on it. Great right. time. To, we, we're to always talking over. about maintenance. Right. I mean, it's a great time to look them all over yeah. and get everything done, and, and then change it out as, as summer comes on, as June comes around. Winds tend to start dying. Now I change back out, you know. So I leave those on till. September winds. That's kind of when our winds start. Yeah, I mean it's here. a great. We should you know, we should talk so, about that more often. Is just yeah. plugging it, that it's a great time then yeah. to to um, swap out the blades to, to right. change your blade set. Okay. So another interesting thing that that Jeff went over in that beginner video, uh, and I, I found really just just fascinating um, because how much of this ties into even the you know early airplanes and, and blade sets on airplane that sort of thing was the was the odd number blades versus the even number of blades and and I know you know a lot more about this than I do so so correct me if I'm wrong um, one of the things that I think that I understood was was one was that in an even number of blade sets having a blade directly across is is incredibly challenging one for balance issues which right. which you know <clears throat> we're not going to try to kid anybody we're we're foundationally a do-it-yourself you know this is a lot of you know great people working and doing this themselves so trying to balance right something like that is you know it's just not it's something hard. Um, and then, and then, secondly, and I'll let you talk about both of these. Was and, and maybe something I didn't understand was about the blades passing the tower in at, at the same time. So there being a blade passing the tower at the bottom with the blade at the top and creating some some turbulence there. But but talk to you about the um, you know about maybe the the balancing and and 
So, the, so the balancing is is one of the key issues. I mean, if you have an even number of blades, right, and you have one of them that's out of balance, that is either light or heavy. Heavy is really the the worst case scenario. But if you have, so let's say I have four blades and one of them's heavy. Well, here's here's the the most layman term of it. It's going to want to stay at the bottom. It's the heaviest. So gravity is going to pull it to the bottom. Now I have to overcome with a greater wind speed to get that blade to want to go to the top. I mean that's as, as simple as it gets. I mean that blade wants to be, gravity wants to pull it down. So if I'm out of balance, if I'm too heavy, now I'm going to immediately, as soon as it gets to the top, it's going to want to go to the bottom and stay at the bottom once again. And so my turbine is going to be very out of balance. It's going to shake. It's going to vibrate as it does that. It's going to try to. It yeah, eventually will. Good. Yeah, we'll, yeah, it'll eventually tear itself apart. Is really what it'll do. Uh, so if I have, if I have five blades versus four, if I'm extremely out of balance, I'm still coming along the same line. But now then, on five blade versus four, the the bottom heaviest blade will not be directly down. It will be it will still be at a at a V, at, at an A, like an upward A. Uh, and it's a lot easier for it to overcome because it's not it's not directly across from the other blade that's because on you got a, stuff pushing down on it. Right. Because on the heavy blade you have a blade on that's exactly on the other side, on a on a on a equal count blade. You they're on a four blade especially. There's something equal directly across from that, and so that is the one that's actually happened to try to lift the bottom one. I mean, the wind is hitting the top one and trying to lift the bottom one, and so on five blade you never have one equal across. You have two fighting one at any given time making it a whole lot easier if they happen to be out of balance, which we go to great lengths right, right. to make sure that they're not. But if they happen to be a little bit out of balance, it has a lot better chance. It's a two-on-one fight is basically right. what you come down to. And no matter what blade count we get to, right, it's always still going to be a two-on-one fight. Uh, it's, it's always going to have two across from the, the one. I mean, there's always going to be two across from the one. And, and to that point, so, so just just so everybody knows, um, we we weigh all our blades coming in. Yes. And what's our what's our tolerance? I know, five I know grams. We, five grams. Five grams. So five paper clips. Right. And if I think it's four hundred and eighty. I won't want to sound dumb, but it's it, it's around four hundred and eighty grams to make a pound. So we're doing. I mean, we're talking that we're. If, it, if it's five hundreds of a pound yeah. off, I mean, if it's five paper clips off, it goes yeah. in a different pile. Right. I mean, it goes into a different yeah. So we'll so so when a customer gets a blade set, they'll see that number on there. We'll always uh, relay that number to them. If retain this for your records, your blade set yeah. is four thirty five to four thirty nine. Yeah, and I think as of several years ago, I don't know how far back we go. But we've tried to keep track of the yes, weights. Yes, we've tried it. That's been at least for three years. So yeah, that's how long. Yeah. So we've uh, we've tried to keep track of so, those going out. So we know 
the weight of the blades we've sent you. So right. So we can so we can come back blade, to that. Right. And, uh, we could match that weight. And you know, and if you had an older turbine and you just didn't know, uh, we would typically go in the middle. And there's some things you can do to help balance that blade as well. Uh, you know, if you get it there and you notice that it's a little out of balance. Um. So it's a there. There's a few things, but uh, but balancing the blade is with odd number of blades is one of the biggest the biggest things that that we've found uh, that or Jeff found uh, to make a wind turbine efficient. Uh, and it's not just Missouri Wind and Solar that, that believes this. Go by any turbine in the Midwest that's on a 150 foot tower, and you'll see three blades. Uh, and so that tells you that is the most efficient in higher winds. That's the most efficient blade count that's out there. Uh, that's just what it is. Uh, anybody that wants to to say different, uh, I'm willing to take <laughs> your phone call. Well, well, well send us so, a video. <laughs> that's right. Send us a video because it's it's just this. But uh, the blade count is very crucial in the turbine. We we just go ahead. What else do we need to talk about about the? I, like I said, I wanted to. I want to make sure that we, you know, you know the, starting with the, that, the with different the wind hitting that. What blade I would talk does. about is the different blade styles that we have. So we, at, at yes. this point, we have three blade styles that we use: the G4 Generation Four blade that we use. Uh, we call it. Uh, we call it the Raptor blade. Uh, it is. Uh, it looks like an old sword. If you look at it, yeah. it's really it's really wide at the base. It's got a little got a little narrow handle, which it looks like that that's what actually hooks to the hub, and then it goes really wide, and then it tapers off to a very uh, not to a point, but but a lot narrower. I mean, yeah. about it a, looks about, about an inch and a half wide. Yeah, it looks the end. It looks like the end of a three foot ruler, right? A yardstick. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's about about an inch and a half wide is what it is, uh, and. We have these manufactured. Uh, there again, we've done numerous testing to figure out the, the pitch on the blade to give the the most the most torque and the more most speed that we can get out of a blade. And we there was many many tests to get this, and that's why it's called Generation Four. It's the fourth generation before we figured that one out. Uh, the next one is gener the G5. It's a totally looking different blade. It doesn't look anything like the Generation Four. It's a bigger blade, it's a longer blade, uh, comes in two different lengths. It comes in a 33-inch and a 38-inch blade. Uh, the G4 is a 29-inch blade, uh, and they use different hubs. I mean, they're, they're just a total different blade. It's a bigger blade. Uh, it's got a, a different pattern to it. At 12 mile an hour and, and larger, it's, the, it's our go-to blade. We recommend that blade every time if your wind speed is over 12, 12 mile an hour, it would be count again that we would be worried about of how, of how many blades we'd recommend. We only do it in a three and a five blade. Uh, five blade uh, on 12 mile an hour wind is a great producing blade. Uh, not anybody has ever had anything negative to say about the G5 on 12 mile an hour and over. They're, they're just fabulous. The other blade that we have, the last blade that we that we still manufacture and, and recommend, is the Falcon blade. And the Falcon blade is is an aluminum blade. And the other two, by the way, are polycarbonate blades that have they're polycarbonate with 
carbon fiber injection in them. So they're a carbon fiber, they're, they're a polybase carbon fiber injected mold blade. Virtually indestructible. Yeah, you just can't, you can't. You just almost virtually indestructible. You just can't break them. I mean, almost indestructible blade. Uh, <clears throat> the only thing that, that we would be worried about uh, on a blade that, that you have to be mindful of if you're not using our wind turbine with our bracket is to make sure that whatever turbine you're using has a deflection factor to keep the, the blades away from the tower. Uh, so if you get too close to the tower and you strike the tower, uh, I don't know if, 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 if you've ever watched any videos where a helicopter runs into something with their rotor and their blades. It may be small. It goes bad. Yeah, real nothing's quick. nothing's going to withstand that. It doesn't withstand it. It's there's too much speed. There's way too much speed. And it's and it's metal. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, or your tower better be metal. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and another thing uh, about our blades, when you feel the edges of them, they're not going to cut you to touch them, but if they're moving at any kind of speed, they will cut you, and they will cut you bad. Uh, contrary to some people would say never throw anything into the blades not even a soft rope to stop them don't ever throw anything into the blades let the blade stop on its own or buy a brake switch from yeah. us uh, that's the two things to do there the last blade that we have though is the falcon blade and it's an aluminum blade has a total different look uh, it's all aluminum they come in two lengths. They have a, we have a 62 inch diameter and an 80 inch diameter uh, with the hub included, and that means that's the overall uh, width of the of the the span uh, that the blade would cover. They work really well in moderate winds, uh, 14 mile an hour and greater. The Falcon is a great blade. It, it's fast. If you live on the coast, I would be a little bit anxious on them because even though it's aluminum, they will still oxidize. Uh, but if you're looking to paint a turbine blade, that's the blade for you. If you're wanting to paint it and, and make something that looks good. And as far as I'm concerned, they are the prettiest of all our blades that we have out there. They are pretty, they are they're neat to look at. Uh, so, uh, but that's the three blades that we offer the Falcon. We offer those in there again the 62 and the 80 inch sweep. We offer the G5 and the and the 70 inch and the 79 inch sweep, and then we offer the G4 and their 29 inch blade length. And we can't tell you the sweep on them because it all depends on how many blades that you get. Uh, you know, it depends on if you get five blades or three three blades. So uh, five, uh, seven. We even have a three blade that you can get in the G4 uh, for small wind turbines, maybe a PMA, they would still work. Uh, wouldn't be recommended in our, our 1600 watt or our 2000 watt models. So, uh, but that's that's kind of our blades. That's uh, There's been tons of research going into these blades and we feel that we have the best blade on the market. I mean, there's, and if, you don't uh, if you don't believe that look at all the other competitors and you'll find out that they say uh, 
industry standard G4 Raptor blade. <laughs> yeah. So you'll find out that we have the we have the blade. So come to the place that has the blade. <laughs> so. All right. Well, anything else? And well, like I said, we'll keep moving through in these this series. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that's the, that's good enough on the blades, but there's still a lot to do with the turbine that, that we'll come back and, and okay. come on to. Well, we'll come back and, and do some more on the going through the wind turbine. I also want to mention, I should have mentioned up front, that um, we're going to have our first workshop this February. Uh, so thank goodness for the power of editing. We had to stop and put a little insert here. We're really horrible sometimes about editing our podcasts and getting them done on time. So wherever you hear February and talking about the workshop, insert the word July. So we're looking at having another workshop in July and we'd be excited to have you there. So look for any information about our upcoming workshop in July. Thank you. Uh, there's a you can check out on Facebook. I think we're going to post in some more places here shortly. The sign up for it is a great opportunity to come to the shop here. We're going to have a, a hands-on workshop. So it's, it, it, it's a great bargain. Have you seen all the? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's a, right. You're in the video. Yeah, it's a great. So, bargain. so great two, bargain. Two hundred ninety-nine bucks, and you get two hundred fifty of that back the day of the workshop for in-store credit. So, I mean, it's a it's basically a workshop cost you forty-nine bucks um, to sit with, and and you can sit next to David. And ask him all kinds of questions and quiz him on it. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a great workshop. I mean, we're, uh, as Wes said, we're going to do multiple things at it. We're going to do uh, we're going to talk about what we're talking about right now: the basics of wind and solar application. We're going to show you. We'll do hands on. Yeah, yeah. We're not just going to talk about. It. We're going to show it to you. We're going to let you uh, let you see it actually producing. Uh, we can we're gonna, we can show you exactly how to put the turbine together that day from start to finish, uh, and then we'll even gonna show you what it takes to install your own solar time tracker if you want to. Uh, we're gonna go out to the wind tunnel. We're gonna go to the wind tunnel that's <laughs> out running right now. Uh, we're gonna let it blow the hat off your head or or the bring some boots. That's right. Uh, it's uh, we're gonna show vacuum forming. We're gonna we're gonna do some vacuum forming I think that day and. Show you how we mold some of our products. Uh, it's going to be a great, great class. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to feed you, uh, get you a shirt, and uh, and then you're going to go home with something. Yep. Maybe it's wind turbine. Maybe it's a solar little solar system. You're going to go home with something. Though. Maybe it's a tracker. Maybe it's a tracker. <laughs> Maybe it's the deposit on your new solar contractor. So. So. Well, thanks again, and uh, we'll bring you some more podcasts shortly. And I look forward to look forward to you coming in and downloading and subscribing and then look forward to seeing you here in February. So thanks a lot. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos, and most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.